Family from the Heart Podcast, episode number 339, my wife says. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back with another episode. Stephanie, how are you today? I'm well. You? I have never been better. Uh, it gets better every single day. Uh, I've never been better this week because I went to see the chiropractor this morning, and so my body is finally in alignment. In alignment. Nice. So this week I'm celebrating big time. Okay. Major, major milestone for me. Last this past Saturday. Yep was one year. Yes, it was. One year ago, this past Saturday, I made the decision to change my life forever. 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 And what you I said- You don't say it right. Okay. You need to watch The Sandlot. Okay. I've, I think I've only seen that movie one time. Oh my goodness. That's because you're so old. I Sometimes I forget that you're how much older than yeah. me you are. How, you're 37? Yes. And I'm 42. Almost 43. For a couple more months. <laughs> um, and, but just, but just those five and a half years is enough that like. Yeah, I missed some of I those watched, movies. I watched, I watched the, plus I have four younger brothers. See, mine were the Goonies. Ugh, yeah. See, I could do without the Goonies. Yeah. But I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Probably one time. No, I've seen it several and okay. I've watched it since with our kids. Our kids have seen the Goonies. Yeah. Um, but, um. But, you know, I have four younger brothers, plus I love The Sandlot. I've now introduced our children to, you know, I made sure that they watched it just because I always loved that story. What about Lean on Me? And I've seen Lean on Me. How many times? I don't know, probably like 10. Okay. I mean, a lot. So. But. um, Gotcha. And, and so, so if you're going to say forever, it's forever, like you really got to. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So anyway, one year ago, this past Saturday. <laughs> I made the decision that I would work out six days a week, every week, for the rest of my life. And it wasn't about weight or anything like that. I'm not going to go into great detail here. Because you already have. No, I haven't. That is not great detail. On, I was oh. totally going to plug the other podcast. I can kick you right now. I thought you were going to say that I just went no. into great detail here. Shut up was, already and move on. No, I was going to give you a plug. Oh, well, you fine. know, we all know how you like to shamelessly plug yourself. I do so like to here, shamelessly plug myself. Insert plug here. Okay, so check out episode number 629 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. I recorded that a couple days ago. About and living fully alive. About one year of living fully alive is the title of the episode. <clears throat> and if you're interested, for the very first time ever, publicly posted on the internet, I'm pretty big on posting lots of pictures of myself, you right? Do. But I have always chosen to share the most flattering type of images. Mm-hmm. And if you look at any image that I have ever published online, chances are you only see me from the torso up. Chances are. Chances are. With the very rare exception of a couple before and after photos, like with my shirt on. Mm-hmm. And I've always been that guy who goes swimming. With a shirt on. With a shirt on. Mm-hmm. And and there's a reason for that. And if you want to know what that reason is, all you need to do is head over to pursuingabalancedlife.com 
Look for episode number 629, and you'll see for the very first time ever a full body photo of me. Before and after. Before and after. With no shirt. With no shirt. Now, here's the funny thing. So our kids have seen it, right? Yes. And obviously, they've seen your progression personally, you know, every day. But... um. Go ahead. Oh, I, the what? question was, now that you... um. Would you consider shaving your chest hair? No. That, that was the question. I um, like my hairy chest. Yeah, he does. <laughs> um, which is funny because that's what my comment is about. So, so Maybe the kids my have... hairy back, but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Um, it probably weighs me down after I get out of the shower. Oh, I'm sure it does. Anyway, um, go ahead. D- ignore the chat for a little bit so you can get your thought out. I want to hear what you're so saying. They, the kids um, have seen me day by day. They've seen you day by day. But when they saw the picture side by side, um, Megan, was it Megan? I think it was Megan. It's like, why is his stomach so much darker in the smaller picture? Then I'm like, well, because his hair is dark, but the fat had stretched, like the skin was stretched farther before. She goes, oh, that makes sense. I'm like, oh. She just couldn't get over that. Yeah, it was funny. That is funny. So anyway, yeah, that that's that's my big celebration. I, again, not going to go into great detail here. I, I, that's as much detail as I want. But if you I want, celebrated on Sunday. Did you? I did. <laughs> tell us about it. You have you you have a pretty big man. First of all, tell us what you celebrated, and okay. then tell us how you celebrated. All right. So because your and my celebration was a little bit different. A little bit different. So, um, well, here's the thing. I had a very busy weekend last weekend. Um, was gone doing um ballet things with the girls all Friday night and all day Saturday, and so I told I announced to my children on Sunday. I'm staying in my pajamas all day. Right. Like seriously, not getting out of my pajamas. And um, it, ca- it came to about 2.30 and the kids were hungry and they would not let me leave the house. Well, there was no food in the house and they wouldn't let me leave the house in my pajamas. Right. They insisted that I put real clothes on. And I'm like, this is not fair. I'm feeding you. I should be able to wear whatever I want. If I have no problem going out in public in my pajamas... Y'all shouldn't have a problem with it either. Right. So, but they insisted um, that I wear real clothes um, and all of my jeans were dirty. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the deal. I'm either number one, going to fit into these old jeans from the last time that I lost a lot of weight um, or I'm wearing my pajamas. Right. So I pulled them out and I tried them on. I had just tried them on like mm, six or eight weeks ago. And they still wouldn't fit right. And um, and so I pulled them out and I put them on and they came up my hips, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. But not only that, they buttoned around my waist and had extra room between my waist and the jeans. Um, they fit very nicely. They are single digit jeans. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. It's I, I don't really... I remember the first time it being a really big deal when I wore single digit jeans. Um, yeah. The first time that I lost, um, when I lost 72 pounds. Mm-hmm. And it was a really, really big deal when I slid on that size eight and it actually fit. And um, it's a big deal now, but in a different way. Is that what you're wearing? Is the size eight or it's is it? A, it's a size eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they're big. So okay. there's yeah. that. Um, and. I had another pair of pants that that did that. That by the time they fit me, they were actually too big. Right. So, but um, but so so it's a size, to, and it's it's different, or it, it's 
amazing in a different way or good and whatever I was saying. I don't remember exactly what I was saying. But um, it doesn't it doesn't really hold as much weight as as it did before in that it's single digit as much as it does that my body is tone and it looks good in them. Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So okay. so your body is more fit and 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 strong than, than it is just lighter. Yes. Because before you had you had lost a lot of weight. But I probably but lost a lot of muscle you, too. You well, you lost a lot of muscle and and actually just lean body mass altogether. Mm-hmm. So so absolutely. So they looked they looked good and it was cool. So we slid them on and I put on a shirt and um. And then you went and celebrated. And then I went and I celebrated with um <laughs> with um pizza mm-hmm. that had mashed potatoes on top. It's it's a mashed potato pizza. It's incredibly yummy. It was the only thing that I was craving. I told the kids we're go- we're going to Strong's. We're getting mashed potato pizza. Like y'all can get whatever you want, but I'm getting mashed potato pizza, which I had decided before I put the jeans on. But so I I put on my single digit jeans and I went to Strong's here in town and I had mashed potato pizza, um, Fritos and ice cream that day. Gotcha. Shonda <laughs> wants to know how many pants sizes are you down since we when, since oh, you started this time? I don't know. Okay. Because I haven't really. I I would guess. What is that? That's um. I would guess three or four mm-hmm. if if I had to make a get. But my other jeans um, didn't really have a number. They just had the you know the small, medium, large. I think they were a large. Which, if I'm thinking, a large is a twelve to fourteen, and um, a medium is an eight to ten. Okay. So probably pro- pro- three or four, I would guess. Awesome. Yep. So very cool. Uh, we're both very excited about what we've accomplished. Uh, in, well, for me, it's been a full year. I think you started just right after that. Um, probably, probably when we signed up for the gym membership. Probably, yeah, so in January, and then February. I started. Um, I think we got the gym membership in January, and then we got the personal training. Yeah, and we didn't start working out at, at the gym until February. Right. I think. I, I think so. Yeah. So so I'll, I'll say that my one year is in February, and I'll probably do a before and after picture then um whether i post that publicly or not is yet to be determined and it's not important that you do so it, I know. It, it's but other people want i mean it, it is it is inspiring other people yeah we were at the gym a couple of weeks ago when we ran into um old friends of ours who had signed up at the same because they were inspired so i mean it's i can do that for other people i i, I can do that but right yeah I'm excited because I the I posted my before and after photo on my mm-hmm. Facebook profile. You almost have a thousand likes. I'm I'm like twenty five likes away from one thousand likes. So if anybody have want, I liked it, I don't think so. I, well, I don't know. Are you sure? Um, but anyway, if you go to Facebook.com/slash Cliff Ravenscraft, and uh, it, gosh, you'd have to go back several images now. But on my personal profile, there is a Facebook image there that shows my before and after. I only need 25 more likes. That's yeah. it. Yep. Anyway, but I, it, it, it's been kind of awesome. So what else is going on this past week, Steph? Um, so. What? There. Did you like it? I did. I only need 24 more likes. <laughs> I did. Awesome. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. What are you looking at? What else? Yeah, what else going on? on? I I went I went away for the weekend. You went away for the weekend. I went to Tennessee with my dad. Uh, he and I, just the two of us, went down to Tennessee to the lake house. In fact, I think that's a question that's coming up. So we'll we'll get to mm-hmm. that later. Okay. Um. So, but but what so about you? What else the, have you been up to this um, week? Well, the girls had ballet over on Friday night and Saturday. It was a rehearsal, 
and then um two shows on saturday that went well it, it, it went very well i really i really enjoyed it actually which was nice to enjoy it because it was causing so much stress that i was just to the point like i cannot wait for this to be over right i'm so done with this winter ballet but it's done now and um and and it was it was a good time plus awesome. i had a great time with the girls mm-hmm. it, it was good um what else is going on um nothing we, we got I mean, a li- just we the got caught up on some television did we yeah, you and I did, and okay. with Megan, uh, we watched two episodes. We of watched Quantico. two episodes of Quantico. Yes, it's still good. Yeah, it's still. I think we're still behind three episodes. I but, think so, two or three. Um, well, three because there was one on that night. So, oh, okay. So, yeah. I, so there should be three, but we're coming up on um, winter finales, so we'll have a couple of weeks to catch up on all of our shows. Yep. Um, what else is going on? What else is going? On? I mean, this week has just been very normal. Um. I volunteered at school, uh, you know, I've done, you know, the things that I do during the week, which really isn't much. Okay. You want to turn to some questions? So, well, now hold on. I was just going to say, but a lot of my mind is preoccupied. Okay. Um, with the fact that our daughter turned 16 on Tuesday. Yep. And, um, and just kind of like mentally processing this. It's a big deal. Yeah. For, for me anyway. I mean, I just, I feel like it's a really big deal and hopefully by the time Tuesday gets here, I'll be able to accept it because I'm kind of in denial right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. So you're growing up. She is. So are you ready to turn to some questions? Sure. Okay. So real quickly here, we have some questions from Ursula and she says, uh, Cliff, did you finish Life and Death? And if so... What are your thoughts on it? So, yes, that is the 10th anniversary retelling of the story Twilight mm-hmm. uh, told with gender reversed rules for pretty much everybody in the story, except for Charlie and uh, her Renee, Renee. Uh, um, Bo's mom and dad. Anyway, uh, yes, I did finish it. And, you know, surprisingly, I'm delighted that I did finish the book. I actually listened. I finished it in audio uh, book form. Uh, which made it go by a lot quicker, and it does have a unique, different, uh, different ending. Um, my thought was, well, what are they going to do when they get to the end of Twilight? I mean, she's not going to write right. the rest of the story as you know this, because uh, that would be kind of boring. But there, there were some subtle changes right, or, right around near the end, and then the end wrapped completely differently. And and if you ever, if you ever thought to yourself, well, what would have happened if this happened instead? Um, and I'm not going to tell you what this is, but something did happen differently and, you know, how much could have been avoided, all the trouble and all the other things. And, and well, you know what? It's, it's pretty interesting. So, um, it's different and, and I'm glad that I read it. So okay. there you go. I'm not reading it. Ursula it was, has... I think it was too different for me. All right. I'd, I'd rather keep it pure. Yeah, you know, I do. Fe- I do feel like I it kind of muddied up. You know, the original. I, I, mm-hmm. do, I, th- I think it was like unnatural to read it that way, but you know, it is what it is. I read it, and I, 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 I'm happy that I did. Very good. Can we take a sec? Um, so Daniel Hayes says hi because he's Daniel's here. Yep. Well, hello, Daniel. And um, Mark asked if you have a party for a 16th birthday, and you do. And so um, ours is here on Saturday. We will be hosting a whole slew of teenagers. Um, 
and Megan has allowed her brother and sister to invite people also. So there, I mean, there'll be a whole house full of people. Wonderful. Um, yes. And um, what was, oh, and I don't remember who it was, but I think it might've been Mark also said that a good way to get to um, a thousand likes would be like, if you get to a thousand likes, then you wax your chest. <laughs> Yeah, no. So, uh, Stephanie, uh, this one is from Ursula again. Okay. She said, this one's for you. Uh, I was wondering how Sarah is doing after you had a podcast with her back in the days. Uh, it got very silent around your friendship. So, okay. how's Sarah? Um, Sarah is well. Um, and... How was your friendship with Sarah? It is fantastic. Okay. It, it is fantastic. Um, I'm actually waiting to have her text me back. Are we still... Um, so we still talk weekly. We we try to have lunch once a week. Um, we haven't this week, but that's just because things are crazy, and we probably won't next week because it's a holiday. But um, but we're trying. And um, so so my friendship with Sarah is fantastic. Things are um, looking up for them. They had they had some stressful times. Um, yep. Over the last over the last year and a half, and and things are really good now. Cool. So this one's for both of us. Still from Ursula. She says, Stephanie and Cliff, in the past years, you have spent your holidays in the country house of Cliff's parents. Uh, She's Mm -hmm. referring to the the lake lake house. house. Right. Um, Down in the mountains. Is there a plan to go back there anytime? As I listen to the Twilight and Hunger Games, (laughs) I still often hear you guys in the car podcasting. So awesome. By the way, Ursula is talking about the Twilight Saga podcast. If you guys have not heard about this. You can go to twilightsagapodcast.com and and that podcast is there still. Yes, you can. So anyway, uh, I just went down to the lake house. You did. And I had been telling you, it's like, man, I, I'd love to get down and, and just go down to the lake house. It's it's so peaceful there. I, it's, it's, what, six hours away, five hours away? Yeah. Something like that. Um, and, but it, it's just, it, it pulls me away from my normal environment and out of my normal routine, which can be good. Especially since I work from home, it's of course I've been really good on the weekends lately. I, you know, I've been working so hard during the week because I have A to Z going on right now. That during this, during the weekends, I'm like, I just don't want to see my office right now. Right. Um, but typically, when I don't have A to Z going on, I kind of, you know, am more in an even flow of the kind of work that I'm doing, and I find myself even on the weekends in here, you know working at you know new project ideas or mm-hmm. working on doing this and moving something else forward and and so getting away physically from this place is is kind of like helping me free my mind from some things and and not to mention the fact that it's the mountains you know things are beautiful down there and and stuff like that and it's just quieter it is just it is quieter, quieter. um it, it's it's fun that listening to the the twilight podcast you know and recording in the car um i read twilight uh the series for the first time while in the lake house we were down there for spring break and i read all four books in a matter of four days yeah <laughs> uh, five days i think but i read the shack in between so before i finished before i started breaking dawn i read the shack and then i finished Twilight. I did not sleep. I remember one. I remember one night being. I think it was. I think I was reading Eclipse, and um, 
and I'm saying you're sleeping next to me and I'm reading and I'm reading and I had gotten up and went to another room and I'm reading and reading and I'm like okay my eyes are burning I'm gonna go to bed and it was like 7 (laughs) a.m like crap my kids are gonna be awake in an hour (laughs) but um but I I read it straight through so the so the lake house to me is like it's like Washington. It's like Washington, and and it was very rainy that week, also. So it was it was it's kind in of the mountains. Yeah. So. so um, I, I will go down when we have time, but right now with our schedule, McKenna has um dance every Saturday, and so it makes it really difficult for for me to take that time. Right. And then and then where you need to get away to be completely away from it, I'm on the go so much that going away it's just going somewhere else that's all i do is go right so i want to stay here and you want to go right and because i stay here all the time right and so i that's why this weekend i'm very i'm like absolutely go go by yourself that takes the pressure off of me go hang out with your dad um i'm perfectly okay with that yeah it was it was a great time me and my dad uh you just imagine just the two of us having conversation in the car for five hours on the way down having dinner together and all day Saturday, you know, walking around, just doing things together, having breakfast, lunch, dinner, and uh, watched a couple movies um, and, you know, just driving all the way back. I actually, I think I may have completely got my dad hooked on podcasts. Okay. Because I introduced him to a few podcasts and that was fun. And if it, I know the obvious question, well, what, what podcast did you listen to? And actually, I introduced him to WTF. Okay. With Mark uh, Mark Maron, which Mark Maron is a comedian, and WTF stands for what you might think. What WTF stands for? Okay. Uh, but the in- <laughs> now the thing is, my my dad is not a Democrat by any stretch of the anybody's imagination. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care how how much of a, of a wild imagination you have. There's he's just not that. Mm-hmm. But I did have him the very first podcast episode that he listened to. Uh, he's listened to some podcasts before. He's listened to some of our stuff. Um, but I, I, I went for something that might intrigue him that, that would continue on right. his, you know, his desire to listen to more. So, um, I had, I, the first one that I introduced him to was the interview he did with Barack Obama. And he's like, wow, that was, that was interesting. You got a little bit more of a, of an insight to him as a human being. And I, that was interesting. And then of course we, we had a good long discussion about what he didn't like about the administration <laughs> and all this other stuff, but, but still it, it intrigued him. And we listened to a couple other ones. We listened to like half of, uh, well, we listened to one full hour of him uh, interviewing Lauren Michaels from Saturday Night Live. Okay. There's some interesting stuff there. Of course, my dad was, uh, you know, he talked a lot about the old days of John Belushi and Mm -hmm. Steve Martin and stuff like that. So my dad connected with some of that. um, And that was mildly entertaining to him. Uh, Sir Ian McKellen. Uh, so uh, I think that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he played Gandalf, but he's done other things as well. That was mildly entertaining to my dad. We got about halfway through before we stopped it where we were. And we were going to finish that until he's like, um, didn't you say there was one from James Taylor, the music artist? Right. Yeah. Now my dad's really I know who into, James Taylor is. I know. My dad's really into music. And he, I think that's the one that hooked him. You know, the interview that Mark Marin did with James Taylor He's like, that was, he says that was probably one of the best interviews I've ever heard. And, okay. and so, um, yeah, I, I think my dad's looking to get a new phone. I think he's going to get an iPhone six right? and he wants it for two things. I think he'll probably start subscribing to and listening to podcasts. And also, um, he wants Apple music. 
So he's, that's awesome. He's pretty excited about what I showed. When we I had lunch with, with them Music. a couple of weeks ago, you were showing him how the Apple Music worked and how you can pretty much find anything. And yep, it's cool. It's pretty cool. So, but we had a great time. Had some just some great conversations, and and it was just re- it was so relaxed. My mind wasn't. I mean, not here's the deal. I don't want to give anybody the impression that I don't like my work because I love my right. work. I love most everything about. But it my keeps work. your mind turned on all the time. It does, and and so I'm always thinking about you know this. Except for when I go to the gym. When I go to the gym, I'm thinking about that. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 most of the time lately, when I'm with my family, I'm thinking about my family. And it, it, when we're engaged in conversation, if not, then it, def- my, if I'm She's not thinking, how can I get out of this? These now, people annoy me. If I, if, if I'm not, <laughs> especially actively if, we're in the car. In, if I'm not actively engaged in conversation with you guys, mm-hmm. and if I'm not working out and listening to music or watching something on TV while I'm working out, my mind defaults to thinking about work. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. And and again, I love my work, but there comes a time where it's like, you know what, I need to I need to pull away from this. And that's not true. There is there are other times. There like when I get up in the morning when I'm having lunch, I pull away to go and 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 fix myself those meals right. and and have them, but I'm listening to podcasts as well. But if I don't listen to podcasts, then your then mind's I, thinking. It's divide it's it's back on work. And also many times I'm listening to a podcast and I'm thinking it filtering it through my work mindset. You know, it's like anyway, it's it's crazy. So yeah, it, it was good to get away. Good. So before we move on to the next set of questions, which by the way, we are almost halfway through the episode. We're twenty five minutes in now. Okay. And I think that the next questions from Jason Roy are going to probably take us through the rest of the episode. But before we do, I just want to make a quick plug for support for our podcast network. And if you guys have been listening to us and find any entertainment or education or inspiration, encouragement from the content that we create, if you'd like to help financially support the content creation side of what we do, um, then you can become a Patreon supporter. You know, they have these things called the Patron of the Saints. Uh, Well, you, you can be a patron of the arts, I should say. Um, not patron saints. Anyway, that's a whole different thing that I'm getting mixed up. Anyway, but patron of the arts. Well, um, you can become a patron of our art of creating this content by going to the easiest way is to go to patreon.com slash cliff ravenscraft or just go to our website gspn.tv and there's a big orange button that says become a patron. (laughs) And for as little as a dollar a month or more, uh, you can support the content that we're creating here. And you might, you know, I, I, I sometimes I wonder, you know, why I see other podcasters have a lot more support from their communities financially than what we have, you know, and, and I don't compare myself like I wonder if they like them more. Sometimes I think about the fact that when you consider how much income I generate today from the successful business that I've built teaching people how to podcast I think people hear about, you know, the fact that we've gotten debt free and sure they knew we struggled financially in 2008, 2009 and halfway and most of the way through 2010. But they've, you know, a lot of our community does know that things have taken off financially for us and, you know, we moved into this big house and we do all these things. We go on trips to Europe. I mean, you know, there are other people out there struggling financially. How on earth that this is what's going mm-hmm. through my mind. This is probably why not more people support our patreon account when we've mentioned it in the past and and i totally get that and if that's the case you know it is what it is 
But the one thing I, I asked myself was, should I still have a Patreon account? Should I have this opportunity for people to support us financially in the content that we create, even though that the mindset of many people might be thinking, well, what do Cliff and Stephanie need our money for? Look how much they've got that they can go do all these things. And if they if, if they want more, then they should cut back, right? So that that's my thinking. Is like, mm-hmm. why not get rid of this Patreon thing? But the more I think about it, it's like, well, where does all the money from all of those things come from? And it comes, every bit of it comes from the work that I do in teaching people how to podcast. It's through the tutorials that I create and sell, the equipment that I sell. But more, uh, uh, an overwhelming, almost all of our income comes from me devoting my life for four weeks at a time to a group of 20 to 30 students, teaching them how to podcast, which is a ton of work. And honestly, that work is a ton of work that re- realistically right now, I don't have time to record this podcast. What, we're, what we've been doing these the past four weeks is a major inconvenience to pull me away from the students who have paid me money to teach them how to, an- to answer all their questions. And so anyway, all of that to say that what we do here in creating content, which is really my calling and, and what I feel that God's called us to do together as a ministry in creating this podcast, it doesn't generate any income. And our action of stepping aside to do it actually pulls away hours that should be towards other things that would generate income. So that's why I still kind of um, justify having a Patreon account. And if anybody does want to support us, you can. GSPN.tv, big orange button, says become a patron. And uh, don't want to guilt anybody into it. But no, Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, that did kind of. There, there were parts of that that were questionable, even right. in my mind. I, I know. But I, I think I would look at it as, as do, do we necessarily need that money, quote unquote? I know people can't see me making my air quotes, you know. Well, um, people on Periscope th- can. They, they, can, they can judge that themselves or not. Um, but I think the purpose of the Periscope account would be... Patreon account. Patreon. I'm sorry. I was looking here yep. at the word Periscope. Um, the purpose of, of the Patreon account would be to give those who wanted the opportunity to give, which is totally going to lead into one of these questions from Jason, J- Jason um, to not necessarily that we need it, but to open the opportunity for those who want to give. Yeah. that I'm, and, and that... That would be how I would word it. I no, I, I get that. Take all the other and, stuff that you said and right. Well, in 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 a dream world, and literally in a dream world, I would love to get to the place where Patreon, where or where our not just Patreon, where the content that we're creating is reaching at at such a level that it's generating a a, a significant portion, if not an overwhelming majority of our income. So that I didn't have to do some of the other things that I'm currently doing. Okay. Because here's what I can say. Today, if you look at, you know, where I spend all of my time, I spend all of my time, most of my time as a podcast consultant and coach. That's where I spend most of my time. But my heart's calling is to be a content creator, not a content coach and consultant. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. My, and, and so basically what I've done is I have, over the years, tried to find a way to support the calling of creating content, and I've been able to support it financially most successfully through consulting and coaching. But I eventually got to the place where consulting and coaching took up so much time that it's actually drawn back how much we do in content creation. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yep. 
There you go. All right. You ready for Jason's questions? Sure. All right. So the first one, he says, I heard you talk about your family, how your family got debt free using the Dave Ramsey plan. Uh, do you? So he has two questions related directly to that. Okay. Number one, do you still have a budget committee meeting? Or do, he actually okay. says, do you still have budget committee meetings? Okay. And you said earlier, because I had told you about this question. I said, can you call what we do a budget committee meeting? Well, if, so you, if here, you think about it, do we have a budget? Yes. Yes. Do we have meetings? Sure. And you and I could be considered. We, we could be considered the only committee. <laughs> we, we are two members um, of the of the committee of the budget committee meeting. Um. So, just how we do that, we have a spreadsheet that is um, labeled labeled with all of our um, necessary budget items. Um. Our our mortgage or what are they actually called? Here? It's it's fixed. It, fixed I, expenses. But I'm, is that what you called them? I don't know here? if I called it that, but that's what they're called. They're I'm gonna called pull it fixed up. expenses. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up. So there's one column. So there's one column that is recurring expenses. Thank you. Which are our mortgage, our gas and electric, sanitation, garbage, water, you know, life insurance, the things that we're going to, and um, Christmas fund, which is a big deal because that's recurring, um, and um, our offering and so and our auto insurance, all of those things that come up every single month. Yep. They are the same every month. Well, it, roughly. minus like gas and electric would switch per season, but um, but they're and, they're, uh, they're bills that we know have to actually they be have paid. To be they're paid committed every expenses. month, or they're coming after us, <laughs> right? Um, and then we have and then we have a column that is budgeted expenses, which is um grocery and dance tuition and our our we eat out one night a week, um every week as a family as a family and um so and we have slush we funds. have slush funds we have lawn care you know wait I don't don't gloss over that there is a stephanie slush fund and a cliff slush fund and a cliff slush because fund. by golly if he's getting a slush fund i'm getting a slush, fund. I think a you slush got, fund you had a slush fund first no i did not i'm pretty sure i did not really the slush funds went in at the same time oh okay okay um so but but that's like that's our our miscellaneous money that that's i can spend that money however i want Any most of mine gets spent on the children but, but that's, that's your decision that's not um, we're gonna skip over that part so um lawn care are our um jason's listening he's turning he's tuned in for the first time just so you can okay. hear this so um so our lawn care is in there and our um gym membership and then and then things like clothing and like megan's birthday we've budgeted money for um t so that we have money for her party and so what happens is that i will take this spreadsheet and i will make a copy of it and retitle it because this is november 2015 that i'm looking at and i will um, make a copy and i will title it December 2015 and I will go through and I'll be like okay so I know that you know I've already received our um our gas bill so I'll say okay gas is going to be this and water is this and and then I'll go through and I'll be like okay well you know what Megan's birthday is over we don't need that um so you know, you lawn care it's it's fall we we don't need as much there and so and I go through every I go through every line item that's not a reoccurring um, I even changed the reoccurring that change monthly, yep. but they're coming. And um, and then there's when a, we write there's our paycheck. There's a column for income, which talks about my paycheck and it talks about our rent income because right. the business actually pays rent to, to, to have the space in our, yep. in our low level of our home. Uh, so we have rent income that comes in from our tenant, which is Ravenscraft Enterprises right. LLC. Um, and then... Um, 
And any miscellaneous income that comes in, uh, which you you know usually isn't anything. Which usually but. isn't anything. But then, um, so so I go through and I change it line by line, and then when we are ready to write our paycheck, we'll go through it together, and we'll be like, you know, does 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 it, this really well, need to have? Well, this, what happens or? is is we have an idea of how much I'm going to get paid, or how much I'm going to pay myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have all those things filled in and it's already got a calculation that adds all of that stuff up. So it as is, you're changing right. it, it says this is the amount that you need and this is the amount that you're saying you're getting paid and here's how much you're over or under. Right. And it's like... And, and we so, work it until it matches. Right. And so what happens is you say, this is the paycheck I need. And there are months when I'm like, ouch, that hurts. But yeah, but the, business, we can do it. the business can do that. And there are more months than not that Where it's we like, go through it and we take things out yeah, and we change things like, and we work it. And let, It's like, okay, well, we need to shave 200 off the, the grocery budget. Yeah, I know. And trust me, this is never fun. No, <laughs> this is never fun. It this does is, not go well. Night, nice things are not said in this house when we have to start shaving money off. Yeah, Stephanie's and, filter um, goes out the window. Because, because <laughs> inevitably... Cliff's going to insist that we shave money off and then he's going to want, you know, salmon every week. Yep. And salmon's not cheap. Nope. Nor are most of the other healthy things, which we've gone over this before. It costs Guys, more to eat look, healthy. And so it's it, it's not a grocery. Fun. Actually, here's the thing. Grocery is the last, the last item that we ever subtract from because it's not a fun conversation because it's not a good conversation so we 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 start with the slush funds Mm -hmm. you know we start with and the family eat out night there are (laughs) carol says what filter yeah hey i actually have a very good filter um so here's most of the time (laughs) so there are times when we cut our slush funds in half there are some times when we cut them i don't think we've ever cut them completely not in a long time. Not in a long Not time. Not in a long time have we cut them completely. But, um, you know, we've we've cut some things way down and it's like, and, and even then it's like, okay, well, that was still more than what I was going to pay myself, but I can, pro- I can make that work. Right. And, and there, here's the deal. Um, this past year, I made the decision to do four podcasting A to Z classes instead of six. So there have been a lot of months we've been cutting down. There, well, there were actually two months this year that we did right. not pay myself. We didn't write a the, paycheck at all. We no um, paycheck. The only income was rent income from the business paying that rent. Yep. And so, but we have, we do have a a six month. Um, actually it is a three, it became a three month, right? Uh, uh, we had a three month emergency fund, uh, in our savings account. Which now we're building back up because well, we did. It's currently in the process of uh, process of needing to be built up. Is it? That's what I'm saying. It be- hasn't gotten anything in the last couple of months, right? No, it has not. Okay. Um, but I'm saying because we did not write a paycheck, that money to yeah. cover that month's expenses came out of there. Which is the point? Of, I mean, the, the, yeah. that's kind of the point of it. That's why it's three to six months of income. Yeah. And um. So and so yes, we do have we do have what budget committee yeah, at, meetings every month. Every and, month. And I only pay myself once a month. So yes. basically, how this works is any money that I've that the business basically has brought in. Basically, how this works is that I have to have a crystal ball and I have to be able to um, predict any. And every expense that we will have throughout the month. Yes, you do. Because Cliff does not believe in a miscellaneous envelope. I do not. Miscellaneous which envelopes Which is why are... my slush fund goes to the children. Because Cliff does not plan for field trips. Or for my binder broke, I need a new one. Or fill in the blank. Yep. Kids cost money. They do. And a lot of it. So anyway, 
Um, so basically what happens is I only pay myself once a month. I don't do a weekly paycheck or anything like that. At the end of the month, um, let's well, let's see. We're in, nearing the end of no, November. Yep. So at the end of November, the very final Friday or Saturday of November, we'll sit down and do our accounting. I think it's yep, two weeks away, I think. Okay. And and what we'll do is is I'll we'll we'll have this budget committee meeting mm-hmm. and we do review it every single month, just like what we just said. Actually we'll do it next Saturday. Okay. The twenty eighth. Yep. That, that's when we'll sit down and do it. Yep. So, and then what'll happen is we'll, we'll, I will write that check for my paycheck. Yep. And then you will have, uh, the business will also write the check for the rent expense. Mm-hmm. So then you'll take that and you'll deposit it. So yes, we do have that meeting every month. And then his next question is, is do you still use the envelope system? Oh God, yes. So tell us about so, this, Stephanie. What do you do once you get those checks? So, well, here's, here's the other part where, where the, um, where the, spreadsheet comes in handy because I can look at the spreadsheet and I said, okay, that needs to stay. That needs to stay. That, that needs to be cash. That needs to stay. That, that needs to be cash. And I make a list of what cash that I need. Yeah. Um, when you say that needs to stay, it you, stays in the stays account in the because account. I am either writing a check to pay that bill or I'm paying it online with our debit card. Yeah. So it stays in the account because that's where it needs to be for that money to be moved. Right. Um, you know, the mortgage company really doesn't want me sending them cash. They right. just don't really like that. Well, so, and you wouldn't send that in the mail anyway. Oh, I, I was I was being sarcastic. Gotcha. It was, so, um, so, so yeah, I, so I, I make a detailed you, list you know of how what, much money yep, to I know leave how in the much, bank account. Yep, and then I from there, and then I add that up, and I say, okay, this is staying. This is coming out of this paycheck. And I, I add all of that up and write that down. And then I make a, and then I make another, a separate column. I'm like 100s, 50s, 20s, 10s, 5s. And I mark how many of each one that I need so that when I go into the bank, I said, okay, I need this cash and this is how I need it. Yep. And before I leave the bank, I have divided it into the envelopes that are pre-labeled before I go. So here's the deal. So, we we bought these envelopes from Staples, a big box of I probably I think a thousand. Due to order another box soon. But they're cash envelopes. They're about the size of a dollar bill, just slightly larger. Mm-hmm. And on the outside you'll have like for example in the spreadsheet, so, grocery says a certain Grocery amount. has the one amount, but my envelopes are for every week. Right. I have it, grocery week one, grocery week two, grocery you know, so on. And whether it's div- a four or five week month. And then you'll take whatever that total amount is there and you'll divide it equally and put it in those envelopes. Yep. And so that I don't get to week four and have no grocery money left over because I spent it all so in the So at the end of week weeks. one, so, if that envelope's right. empty, you don't borrow from week two. No, you don't. That doesn't happen. Yep. You Week one is done, you know, sure. whatever. And, you know, it, it. so that's how we do that. It is. We So, yes, we do so, still use the envelope um, system. We use cash. Um because Carol just asked in the in the um, in the chat room to use cash or or debit card for a majority of our purchases, it is cash unless it unless it has to be the debit card. Um, and like, I think that's Matthew's chair. Can we pause for yep. a second? I have to sign for that. All right, run. All right, and Stephanie is back. I am back. So this is actually perfect. It leads into exactly what I was going to say before. Okay, go ahead. Is that um? So yeah, we do use cash uh, for everything that we can, um, and. One of our reoccurring expenses every month, and I think we started this probably like six years ago. I, I, I would guess. I would guess five to six years ago. And um, you even have me doing it now. What do I have you doing? I said five to six years. 
There you go. So, um, just in case, just in case. So, so that December, so, so the, the December, we had a really rough time, like having all of our, um, Christmas expense come up in December. And we're like, how do people do this? How do people come up with that much extra money in one month? This is ridiculous. So even though the last thing you wanted to think about in January was Christmas, um, we started a line item in our budget that was our Christmas fund. And so we put so much money in there every month so that by December, we have what we need for Christmas. Yeah, I think it was it $200 a month. It is now. Yeah. It didn't start out that. It didn't start out that way. <laughs> I think it started out at like uh, $35 a month. But um but uh, so we put so I have an envelope upstairs that has cash in it for this entire year. Every single month. Every it single has month had cash it has put had, into it. Right. And so now it's time to start buying Christmas presents and that was Matthew's chair that was just delivered. Um so what I did is I I I had to order it online and um it's some kind of gaming chair. It was reviewed by professional gamers and he's like, this is the chair that I want. And so I go online and I had to pay for it. But then I take that cash out of the envelope and I've made a note on the envelope that already says minus the amount of money, Megan's Christmas present, minus the amount of money, Matthew's Christmas present. And I take that and I deposit it back into the bank. Yep. Because so, you, because it's going to be swiped because out, it's from, gonna the be swiped debit out from the debit card. And, um, and so, and so that's how, but other than that, it, it's cash only. And when I go, um, one of our Christmas traditions is pajamas. I know I've talked about that many a times, but when I go, I have that money already. It's, it's in the envelope and I will go and I will buy our pajamas and I will pay cash for them. Yep. So, so cash budget today Cash budget is, um, it's an amazing thing that has revolutionized our and our kids understand our, our kids are understanding it which is a, is a big deal yeah because they will know no other way that's right yeah i mean they'll just assume this is how it's always done right and so so it you, you love the cash budget today today i so do that, that's exactly i just want to <laughs> I, I, I threw the word today in there today you love the cash budget system it I is do. and you love the idea of saying you know what there are five there are technically five weeks in this month mm-hmm um, and so you love the idea that you have five different right. w- uh, envelopes so that at the end of week one, you know, we don't I, borrow I from week two. We don't borrow from week two. It, it is. You love that today. I do. I do. Um, but it, it was a rough adjustment. Well, that's what I want to talk about. I think it's very important because there are some people out there who, ha- first of all, there are people listening to us. They don't even budget. Whatever. What the heck What's is that? that? This is all foreign concept to them. Mm-hmm. Do people really do this? Yes, we do. <laughs> they do. Um, and it's the only reason why we've remained debt free. Yeah. Um, so so they're thinking about this. and they're th- Now, I want to know, what did you think about the cash budget when we first started? What, what was when it we like? first it was it was really difficult to get used to because um before we started the cash budget it was or the envelope system whatever you want to call it um it w- whenever you had cash you spent it like that that's the way i grew up if you had cash you you spent it yep but when that cash has to last all month you know you you cannot live a life where there's too much month at the end of the money that that doesn't it really doesn't go well. Yeah, I've been there. I've done, you know, we've done that. So you have to really learn a dis it's the cash budget is self-discipline mm-hmm. hands down, hands down self-discipline Yep. in, 
And and the important thing and what we learned from Dave Ramsey is every dollar has a name. Every dollar has a name. Every single dollar has a name. And so, you know, there however much money is in the slush fund, well that guess what? Right. That those dollars well, here's, here's, each of those dollars have a name and it's called Cliff's slush fund right. or Stephanie's slush fund. Well here fund. here's the funny thing. So so I told you that I write out, you know, one hundred and fifty and twenty. So I go in and I tell them how many of each bill that I need. Well, we have um I think it's our auto insurance that we we pay every six months, but that's something that we budget monthly, kind of like Christmas, so that when it comes due in April, because we just paid it in October, when it comes due in April, then um, we have that we have that money. We're not trying to scrounge up the, you know, $600 or whatever it is, yep. which is actually going to change because we're getting ready to add a teenage driver yep. to our policy. So um, we'll have to discuss that when we do when we do our budget mm-hmm. next Saturday. Um, but, so, so okay, my point is that, that the amount that we budget for, for auto insurance, um, I need two singles every, <laughs> every month. I need two $1 bills. Okay. And so I go into the bank and they're giving me back, you know, 100s and 50s and 20s. And I do most of it in larger bills because it's harder to spend a larger bill. Right. It's harder to get places to take. You cannot use you cannot use a fifty at a gas station. Okay. Um. They they won't take them. Really. Really. And um. Plus, it, it mentally, it, it's harder to break a bigger bill. Yeah. Okay. And um. But they always laugh at me. They always laugh at me because I always need like instead of one five, I need five one, you know, yeah. but I'm like, you don't understand. That's how I, ha- that how it, that's how it has to be yeah. because this one has to have 102, but this one has to have 53. Like it, it has to be five singles. Yep. <laughs> it cannot be yeah, one five. You can't just tear so it. You I, can't tear the $5 bill in half it and put half. it. It doesn't work that and way. Put it in two different envelopes. So, so they, um, now here's the thing. Obviously I go to the same bank every month. Um, my um my Wait. teller Aaron um she knows when I she knows when I she can pretty much guess mm-hmm. by the um by the calendar when I will be in yep um the kids call it robbing the bank mm-hmm. obviously we're not robbing the bank but we leave with a large sum of cash yep. because a majority of our spent expenses are paid in cash and um and so Aaron Aaron she knows when I'm coming in she here's the, she doesn't even make me show by my the ID way just the, if you're wondering Stephanie does have an armored escort all the way from absolutely. the bank to home <laughs> absolutely we're just kidding about um, that part also have a mean right hook um <laughs> but uh yeah so she she thinks it's hilarious she thinks it's hilarious but she, she knows when I'm coming she she knows yeah yeah it's good stuff it yeah. is. And and so it's so I think it's important to I'll just say it one more time. Every dollar has a name. Mm-hmm. And not every dollar has a name, but those names are very specific in many areas. And again, we've talked about it a couple of times, but um grocery, you know, yeah, there's there's this big amount and all of those dollars have the name grocery on them. But but they're divided they're not, by four or five, it, depending it's, on the month. It, those dollars, you know, one. Let's just say I it's think a, November's a five. Or if it's a four week month, and you know, one quarter of those have, um, you know, grocery week one is their name. Grocery week two is their name. So keep that in mind. Every dollar, and every dollar has a name. Every dollar has a name. But also, I always check the um, I always check the calendar 
to see like this month we will we will do our paycheck on the 28th yep so that actually has to cover the 29th and the third for grocery yeah that'll have to cover the The 29th 29th and 30th 30th. will be included in that first week of december and then when i come down to december we will january 1st 2nd and 3rd it'll have to include january 1st and 2nd so December is actually a five-week month. Exactly. Right, yeah. So you just you just you have just, to pay attention. You have to pay attention to that stuff. Yep. Um. And and that's and see, it's because you've been trained to look at those things that you know that hey, th- this this is how you prepare ahead of time. Now and on the on um separately from that, I mean, I, I told you I sit down and I line item. Um. Last year when I hosted Thanksgiving. That didn't come out of grocery. That had its own line item. Yeah. What was Thanksgiving dinner? Right. So just planning ahead. I mean, seriously planning ahead. And I'm not kidding about trying to have a crystal ball. And yeah. And um, I already know that McKenna's going on a field trip in December. So I know when I sit down and make that, I need to text her teacher and find out how much that's going to cost for me and her to go because I'm going. We're going to see the Nutcracker. Um, and go ahead. And so, but, but I already know to check for that, for that amount and to add it into the budget because I know that it's coming. Yeah. So that, but some of the field trips just kind of pop up on you, you know, they'll send the form home on the 12th and you're like, well, crap, I got to pay for this before now, the next paychecks. So. I will tell you that um, for, I handle, I would say I handle about 80% of all things related to accounting related to our business. Mm-hmm. Stephanie does handle about 20%. Um, and, but those 80% would not be handled by Cliff unless I was sitting right on top of him, making him do them. There is no question about that. Um, so really I do a hundred percent. It would, it would take, it, it would take me four or five days to do what we do in three or four four hours. hours, Right. Just because I hate accounting so much, but I do, I do handle about 80%. Stephanie does about 20% of the business accounting. When it comes to the personal side of our family accounting, Stephanie handles about 100% of it. Yes. I would say 99%. I do maybe 1% like I in the budget committee meeting. Exactly. Um, and, and every now and then I'm like, where, where, where are we, where are we, right. you know, and, and kind of talking through that. But, um, but a lot of that is, but still a lot of that is covered every month Yeah. in, in that. I'm just saying, I right. just don't want it to sound like you're totally in the dark and I handle no, all I'm of not the personal, totally in the dark. but I pay all of our personal bills and you, do. you know, I, now I will tell you that if, and I'm not, and I don't want to handle the personal finances. No, cause I took it, it over a couple years ago. You did. Um, but if I handled the personal finances, there would be some things differently. And by the way, I, Stephanie, I, Mm -hmm. I think you know this, but I'll just say it for the audience. I am not, I am not judging you for the way that you handle the personal finances, Mm -hmm. but if the personal finances were handled by me, things would be slightly different and they're probably detailed. it, It would be definitely more detailed, but there would be a miscellaneous fund. But the reason why there's no miscellaneous fund, because if here's what I can tell you is, number one, when we go to the grocery store, I would try to make it that at the end of the week, there's still a little bit of money left in there. Mm-hmm. And what I would do is I would take that money and I would put it equally in the remaining envelopes. But my goal, my goal would be that there's 20 or 30 or even 40 extra dollars left over at the end of those weeks. And, and in any of the other expenses, I would, my goal would be that each of those envelopes would have it. And so at the beginning of the next month, when I copy over the spreadsheet, 
and I look to see how much is there. It's like, well, you know, at grocery, you know what? I don't need that. I'm I'm gonna go, drop it down by let's just say thirty three dollars because I already still I still have thirty three dollars. Whereas with Stephanie, you'll find that at the end of the month, it's been pretty much everything's kind of been used I up. I am and only I, going I, to comment in yeah, that you never leave this house. You have no idea. I know. No I know. idea what goes on outside of the house. I am not out throwing money out the car window when I'm on my way down the road. <laughs> it is like I hold on to money really, I'm, really tightly. I didn't say any of that. To say that I'm judging you for the way that it, I but, just said I needed, but but the reason why your response needed it, a rebuttal, <laughs> I, it, maybe it did. I I would agree, but I will tell you that that the the reality is is that money that is budgeted, it it it's kind of ran like the federal government. It's kind of like it's going to get spent. It's budgeted. If it's it, going to get spent. It, it there's not going to well, be any the left deal. over. It's budgeted because it's needed. It's not. I know. It's okay. No, yeah. I, I, maybe. It's, it, it's worked for us for the last several years of our life, and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that, you know, it, 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 if 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 you wanted my not you right, if the listener mm-hmm. wanted my advice, I would recommend that you <laughs> take your budget, try to be conservative, and and I would recommend that you you make an attempt to actually have money left over in as many of those envelopes as possible, and then what you do is you reduce the amount that needs to fill that envelope the next time by starting out with what you already have. Right. So anyway, Carol asked the question, what recommendations do we have? That would be close recommend. I love how you say, um, if you wanted my, but not you, because clearly he knows I don't want his advice. <laughs> I, know she does. Just, I know this. That's from, how you said it. You're like, clearly uh, yeah. she does not want my advice. I, I, I know this from experience. <laughs> We've you, been over this. You've, you've told me that you're not interested in that uh, advice. I'm, I'm, but hey, now, and here's the, what you I will tell know. you, wait a second. You did not, you did not like my advice of switch of, of having four or five, um, envelopes for grocery money i don't know that i didn't not like it as much as that i didn't understand it or i thought it would be more work for me than what it actually is right but but i mean it works and and to your point it is it is extra work it is extra work It, it is but it's not so much that it's unreasonable right and um and so but you because you never hold the envelopes the only envelope you ever pick up is the one marked cliff and that's just to pull your money out and stick it in your wallet. And then you hand me the envelope back. Yep. Because when I go back to the bank the next month, I'm going to stick your money in there and I'm going to put it on the table or my desk in my office or wherever so that you find it. Yep. And um, so you don't know. There are weeks where I move money yeah. over. There are, but no, normally at the end of a month with a family of five, mm-hmm. there's not money left over. Right. So, and again, yeah. I, and again I, I, I'm not. But if upset. we want to keep talking, I, I will drive. I will drive down the road, and I will just toss your money no. out the window. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. All right. So Carol asked the question: How do I have any tips on uh, stretching one paycheck over six weeks? Discipline. Um, I, number one: Give every single dollar a name. Mm-hmm. And number two: uh, If you if you're having a hard time doing that, cut back on expenses. Or and my recommendation, my number one recommendation, is increase your income. Yes. Um, one thing that helped, like one thing that helped us get started in this, um, because we're actually a month ahead of everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because when we first started the cash budget, we went and we 
we actually waited until like Christmas bonus or or tax return tax time. Refund. Yep. And and so we were able to and because we've been we've been doing the one month paycheck for like thirteen hold on. years, yeah. fifteen years. Yeah. Because I'm, we've been here for a year well, and a half. Here's what I can tell you: is when I worked in insurance before we started this business, you collected each paycheck. I had and a weekly took, paycheck, but I held them all for one month, and we were yeah. still doing this. And so we used, I, th- I think it was the tax return, not the Christmas bonus. It was a tax return. The Christmas bonus was always going to the store on Christmas Eve to get our our yeah. Christmas with that Christmas bonus for years. And then that that's why we decided to, yep. to do it differently. Because um, that Christmas bonus was slowly getting smaller. <laughs> it was getting smaller. So, well, plus our family was getting bigger. And our family and was getting so, bigger. Yeah. Um. But um. But so if you can if you can do that where you have like a tax return or or a Christmas bonus or something that will help you kind of like get ahead, it then it will be easier yep. to to stretch that over the six weeks. But but it may come down to where you have to make more income or cut back or both. Yes. And and here's here's what I can tell everybody listening to our, our voice. I. Without, I mean, unless you got some really, really odd circumstances, pretty much everybody out there has the opportunity, at least in our country, to do some things to increase your income, mm-hmm. to bring in additional revenue. And and I just want to stress to you that it doesn't always mean working extra hours. So, you know, the, you could look into other job opportunities, create yourself um, a, a side business that does take extra hours on mm-hmm. the side, but it can ultimately end up being some other things. But um, I, can, I can tell you, we, Stephanie and I used to be literally tens of thousands of dollars in debt. And living paycheck to paycheck. And living paycheck to paycheck. And at the end, you know, we cash the check. And within a couple of days, we have nothing. Right. I remember, I remember when we first started Dave Ramsey, and he says, and baby step number one, and we've been through all of the baby steps. Um, I still tell people how to do the baby steps and the debt snowball. And uh, um, baby step number one is to build a thousand dollar emergency fund. Yep. And I remember that I think he even said it in the video for the Financial Peace University. So many of you right now are looking at each other going, how are we going to come up with that much money? Well, he how said can it from we the afford stage. This is yeah, from the stage? Right. We how can to- we afford to to do that and he looked at you and he says how can you afford not to well and not only that but he says listen to this he says if you had a child who needed emergency surgery to to deal with some a life-threatening illness and they needed that surgery within the next 10 days or else they were going to die and they would not do that operation unless you came up with a thousand dollars cash you're gonna come up with and they said what would you do and people said well you know would you would you sell something would you sell this would you sell that would you get rid of this cancer cable would you you know what would you do yeah and And they're like oh yeah i would do that and And i'm like well that's that's exactly exactly what that's how you have to attack this and and so probably about 13 years ago right yep we started living like no one else so that later so in that life today we can live like no one else exactly so. there you go that's our Anything dave ramsey adv- advice <laughs> it, it, doesn't he have one on giving like, well there is, is there's there... one last question we're an hour and three minutes and so we'll okay. st- we'll answer this very quickly and, and right. wrap up no music at the end here okay um but anyway since your family doesn't regularly attend a gathering of like-minded believers on sunday mornings i love how he yes. worded that yeah. beautifully <laughs> clearly he's been listening to you for a while yeah <laughs> How do you work out some other form of giving? Let's see. How do you work out tithing or some other form of giving in your finances? And I love how he says, or some other form of giving. 
First of all, and I do not want to start a theological debate, but I personally do not believe tithing is a requirement of a New Testament believer. In the way that the traditional church teaches. Yes, that that would be correct. I I, I even think that Malachi 4.9, I believe it is, uh, is oftentimes misused in context. so many services yes. because usually what God is yelling at are the priests who were taking the offerings that mm-hmm. were coming in from the people and right. using it inappropriately. And so, they, they were the priests were the ones right. robbing from God in Malachi right. 4 9, not the people not the who people. were withholding their gifts. So, so anyway, anyway, to quickly answer for my yeah, for me ahead. to quickly answer the question, I would say obviously we've just been over ways that we've been immensely blessed. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it, we are incredibly blessed in our finances right now. Um, we manage them well. And so, but we live, our kids go to school um, with a lot of lower income families. Yep. And this is especially the case in our elementary school um, because McKenna goes to school outside of our district. Yep. Um, so, what we do, there are a lot of needs in our school, within our school, mm-hmm. that we are able to meet. Yep. So every year when, when school starts back, um, it is it is a, I don't know if you want to call it a giving project or whatever you want to call it, that um, myself and our kids do. And is that that is we provide a full list of supplies for three children. Mm-hmm. Why three? Because I have three. Right. Yeah. Um, and and so so that's one thing that, that we do. Um, our county does does this thing where they compete with um Other with an, a neighboring county and it's called Stuff the Bus. And so they have our school buses parked at a local Chick-fil-A, and you literally donate school items to stuff the bus. And then whoever has the fullest bus wins. Really all you win are bragging rights. I right. mean it's no big deal. But but you're able to give yep. in that way. And, um, you know, Christmas is coming up. Um, our elementary school will put up a tree with children on it. We will take three children off. We will go buy what they have asked for. Um, so that, the, and, and this, this is not, these gifts are from their parents. Like we're just, we're just providing them. And then the children have things to open on Christmas day. And it's not just toys. It's, it's, it's a want, a need, and and so, something so um but but we will take three children off of the tree and then we will go and provide those needs so there are ways in our community and i think that this really this really is more um impactful for our kids and especially for McKenna who knows that like these are going to people in my school yeah you know i have seven pairs of shoes that's an exaggeration. I don't know if it's true. So I'm, that's just the number I picked. But McKenna can say, I have seven pairs of shoes, but this little boy is getting a pair of shoes for Christmas. Yeah. Because number one, he needs shoes. And number two, his his parents can't afford them. And, right. and so so I prefer to give in that way. Yep. I much prefer to give to people in my community who need it rather than just mindlessly sending my money to an organization to keep the lights on. Right. So, and not only that, but there, I mean, that's just a fraction of, just of, a fraction. The, of, of the things that we do. There are other things, um, you know, we mentioned that we have slush funds mm-hmm. and our slush funds is, Stephanie obviously has told you that hers isn't just for herself. She's mm-hmm. often uh, giving to the kids, but uh, you know, we, our slush funds are there for us to do other things to that do. we feel in our heart led right. to do at certain given Plus moments we, of the day. And we have an offering 
line item. So we have money that is set aside for offering yep. for those for those yep. purposes. And we give that as we feel the spirit leading and, right. and the spirit does lead in those ways. And not only that, but our, our offering is, you know, first of all, we do not believe in a 10% oh. of anything. We believe that God owns in, in, in everything that we have. 100% right. of our finances belong to God. And right. so we don't think of it in a percentage. And also our giving or, and offering of, of, thank, of thankfulness to God is not just in our finances, but it's also in our time and the way that we donate our time to help others right. with the gifts, talents, and and abilities that that we have been given by him. Absolutely, and and I, I made a big point of saying that that we give a lot of our giving to the community, but um, but I do let my kids steer a lot of my giving. Um, and you know, there were a couple of years when there were there were tornadoes in the Midwest. Um, I can't remember the exact um city, but there was an elementary school, and none of the kids had hats or gloves for the winter. Mm-hmm. And so I think we bought. I think our, and, and I'm not doing this for bragging rights. I'm doing this because this was what was laid on my child's heart. Yeah. You know, when your third grader comes to you and third grade, she's eight and she comes to you and she's like, mommy, they don't have hats and gloves. We bought a whole classroom. Like we provided for a whole classroom. Yeah. And she took that in because that was what was on her heart. Yep. Um, Megan's getting ready to do um, a service project for a club at school where um, the Syrian refugees mm-hmm. are um, so a lot of them are carrying their possessions and their toddlers and their babies and you know um, and they are taking up baby carriers that they're going to be doing a, a service project where they're taking up baby carriers for the for the Syrian refugees who are are and so they're they are being they are being more um, dispersed dispersed and more um, globally minded yeah but um, but the majority of our giving goes to our community excellent questions there were actually believe it or not a couple other questions that we did not do today uh but let me move for two weeks we won't be here next week we won't be here next week so uh it's thanksgiving happy thanksgiving to everyone in the states here um and really quickly there's not enough questions to fill a whole a whole other episode but there's two weeks for people to send them in there are two two full weeks that you could send us your questions so email them please feedback at gspn.tv again that email address feedback at gspn.tv and if you want to be a patreon supporter just head over to gspn.tv uh and there's a big orange button that says become a patron guys that's it we're no again no music we're already way over our time limit for today uh we're gonna go grab some lunch and then i gotta get back to work so Mm -hmm. until next time we encourage you to live your life with purpose